All right, everyone. Welcome to Boys and Brunch. This is the show where we expose everything going down on the timeline. And uh, speaking of the timeline, if you're watching this on YouTube on a replay, you can um, jump straight to the story that you want because the timeline is broken up into sections. So just jump straight to the topic you want. And the topics that we're talking about today are Claudia Jordan and Zaya Wade, uh, or Claudia Jordan talking about Zaya Wade on her show Cocktails with Queens. Then we're going to move into uh, Sharon Osbourne's whole meltdown on the talk. Um, then we're going to get into boycotting the Grammys and why some artists are doing that. And then we're going to end with this viral Uber fight. Um, yeah, so this is going to be an interesting show. <laughs> I'm Jared D. King. I'm joined by co-host Brandon Harris-Williams and Marcus Haynes. And uh, we are also joined by a guest host who is one of my good, good friends, Elizabeth Miller. I call her Liz. Everybody calls her Liz. So Liz, how are you? Hi, all. How's it going? I'm good. Thanks. Good, good, good. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, let us know what you're, what you're drinking today. Okay. Well, a little bit about myself. Uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, originally from Panama. Uh, both parents are I'm first generation uh, immigrant. So I've been yeah living in Brooklyn for 30, 39 years now. Um, I went to high school in A. Philip Randolph and I went to Baruch College, majored in finance. So now I work for Vice Media as their travel manager and I've been there for about four years. Uh, my drink of choice today for now, before I do my grocery shopping, is water. But <laughs> after I'm done with the grocery shopping, I will definitely indulge. Because what happens to me is like I go to the market, have little cocktails before, and I end up with everything in my cart. Stuff that I obviously <laughs> <don't> know, <so. laughs> and you know it's it's just it's funny liz because i know you're like out of our little group you're you can drink us all on the table for real, for real. <laughs> although as of late it's it hasn't been as easy the recovery time is twice as long right and yeah. the older dodge holds true like it's not gonna last forever <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so, uh, Marcus, why don't you give us a quick update? Let us know what you're drinking. So, update. It is spring break. Holla. Mm, uh, I see the tank like, showing the guns and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the sun came out, so, you know, the arms have to go. But anyway, no. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so, so that. And I also have another car update. Um, Erica is back on the road. We're good. Everything is fixed. So I am now going on a trip in my favorite rocket ship, was the break. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, fantastic. And to celebrate spring break and my enjoyment with, with Jack today. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> He's talking real good. I can't. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be uh, a Marcus day. I can feel it. Right? <laughs> Marcus is going to be on today. All right. So, uh, Brandon, why don't you uh, give us a quick update? Let us know what you're drinking as well. Um, quick update. Um, nothing really is going on new. Same old, same old. Um, working and homework and writing. Um, not as much writing as it needs to be, but that's happening. Um, and today I'm drinking... Uh, okay, so I think last week or two weeks ago, I got Stella Rose, Rosa, whatever. But I was like, I forgot how much like it tastes like juice, not really alcohol. 
So today I have Stella Rose with some Ciroc in it. So it actually feels like I'm drinking. I like it. <laughs> um, so for me, I am, what has been, what have I been doing this week? I, I don't know. I don't know what I've been doing. I've been, I didn't prepare for this piece of the show. I prepare for every other part. So I'm not quite articulate right now, but yeah, I've just been trying to step up my game as far as this podcast is concerned. You know, I had a great second episode of Clink Clink um, on uh, View. So if you guys want to watch that show, I dig into some more general pop culture topics. Um, and it was, a, it was a pretty interesting show. Uh, I like having that audience interaction, so um, it helps. Uh, hopefully, at some point in the future, I'll be able to have guests and stuff on that show as well. Um, but I am drinking coffee today. Hey, <laughs> Brandon's face. Now see, look, like after last week, after last week, I'm like, okay, let me dial this back. Let me dial this back. Understood. Was... <laughs> I'll give you that. Because last week you was, a little, you was a little lit last week. So a little, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so to the Gourjois, hello, everybody who joined us, Focus Connected, LT Willio, um, and everyone else who will be joining us. Uh, please give us a like right now um, on YouTube. Give us uh, a review if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, and make sure you retweet and share this because this, this is how we get growing here. This is how we get the community growing. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump into this first topic. Um, You've got Claudia Jordan talking about Zaya Wade. Now, I'm just going to play this clip first, and then we will. Listen, I about need to change. Make sure I get the right. Um... OK, I think this is it. Yeah. And. Some people are not properly articulating how uncomfortable they may feel about a child being pushed, what, see, what they think. They may think the child is being pushed to the front of the agenda, uh, pushed to be the, the, the face of this. Now, if Zaya is 1,000% okay with that, then, uh, then I'm all for it. But or, really Claudia, is people surprised or taken aback by the push of changing him to a her surgically. I, I think that it was, it was a lot he was threatened by, to be very honest with it, you. It's a, it's a lot. And you know, I feel like I, I, it's really none of my business, but this is our job to talk about these things. When someone is, go, when you were going through puberty early on in your life, there were so many different thoughts in your head. I didn't know what I was supposed to be or what was normal. What, what, what are these weird feelings I'm having? And I mean, weird to me, right? So I, I just hope that there are no regrets later on. I want Zaya at the end of it to not feel any pressure. Like if Zaya ever felt like, you know what? I don't feel this way anymore. Does Zaya feel this uncomfortable, uh, this ridiculous amount of pressure to not be able to go back? If, and not saying that they want, she, she wants to. But I just feel like such a young age to have so many, so many, so much pressure. All right, so that was, that was the clip. Um, so, I am just, um, I just, I want to ask general thoughts. Um, and I think I want to start, I think I want to start with Marcus, because I think I remember you saying you had a family member who was trans as well, correct? Mm -hmm. I feel like you may have 
a bit more insight into this than maybe the rest of us do. So I don't know, maybe you can start off to give us some general thoughts about this. Um, so everybody goes for, even the times of things go for Claudia Jordan. And I also, I really want to bring Lisa Ray into this because yeah, what she said was completely and totally foolishness because no one, we people have been saying this from the jump. No one is saying that Zaya's about to get a surgery. So throwing that in there was stupidity at the highest. But to the general to the general sort of thing, it's like like you said, why is that in your business? Because it's not. It's not in your business, first and foremost. And also, like I love how people just pretend like um trans folks just woke up one day and was like, you know what? This is it. Let me go do some things. Like, bruh, like, do you know how much, um, how many conversations, how much therapy, how much self-thought you have to go through in your mind, at least from, you know, outside looking in, how much stuff up in your mind to even be able to say that stuff out loud to other people, let alone to put that stuff out into the world? And do you really think with as much money as Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wayne got, that they ain't getting Zaya the best therapist, the most care ever possible? This ain't nothing. She just woke up and decided, bro. So y'all talking outside y'all neck right now. Yeah. Mm. Um, Liz, I don't think I'm hearing you. I see you talking, but I don't think I'm hearing you. Yeah, I can't hear you either. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I know she was talking. Yeah, let's let us uh let's come let's come back let's come back to you. Um, and then and Brandon, I do want do want to hear but but you but you what you gotta say too. No, no, I'm joking. Um, I think, well, when I'm, I'm confused, I can't remember exactly why. I'm like, why are we discussing her again? Like, Zaya, I'm just like, I feel like we've already done this big whole media craziness, whatever, when like, when she first announced or came out or whatever, you know, and her family affirmed and embraced her. So I'm just like, why is the news going to be in the news every time she, you know, steps on the scene? Because it's like, it's, it's reductive. Mm -hmm. It's pointless. We're not really moving the needle forward any, especially if you just still continue to rehash things that we've already kind of discussed prior to. Um, but even Claudia bringing up, like, but it's none of my business. I just have to talk about the hot topics. Like, okay, while you do have a hot topic show, there's a way that you can still do it. I do think it still is important to realize, too, this is still like a child. This is still a minor. This is still, there's a certain level of, of um, nuanced delicacy, whatever else that you should handle it. Because even in the clip, and I didn't see, like, the full episode, but, like, Selena doesn't say anything. She's just mm -hmm. kind of like nodding, like, y'all got this. I'm not participating. I'm not encouraging. I don't even want nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? And so I think not to defend Claudia, but I do wonder if sometimes with her, I think I guess the moderator or whatever, too, like she has to like push that envelope. But you can push about being problematic in this way. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's one of it. Yeah, Liz. What what were your what were your thoughts about this? Oh, I my my original thought was just like she's conveying it as a publicity stunt, and I think it goes much more deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And um, to y'all's point, it, it it goes deeper than that because there's so so much more emotional like nuances that comes with that the conversations. I mean, you got to be prepared, and because they have such a large public platform. Yes, of course, it's going to be like publicized, but not not in, not not as a publicity stunt. And I think she, I mean, the way she conveyed it was like if they're trying to get like clout off of it, and I don't think that's the case at all. 
Right. No. And I definitely, I agree. You yeah. know, I think, you know, my initial thoughts of after seeing that clip was that Claudia was more concerned about, you know, the fact that Zaya was so young and in the public eye and that she would have to then uphold some kind of an image. Um, and, but, but it kind of, it kind of falls flat when you investigate that a little bit more, which I kind of did. And I had talked with Brandon and Marcus about this in our DMs kind of preparing for the show. Um, I had actually looked up detransitioning and what kind of causes that. Uh, and apparently, and you know, I don't have my phone with me, right? Or no, it's in my pocket. I'm going to look it up, but basically like, like, real quick. Yeah, if you if you can see what what I what I had said, but something about like um, the reasons why people would detransition would be a lack of funding for the transition, or mm -hmm. depression, or uh, societal rejection. Um, none of which I see Zaya really having an issue. Definitely not financial. Mm -hmm. um, societal wise. There may be some of that, but she has a strong support system around her, mm -hmm. like immediately. Thankfully, so, thankfully, so yeah. So that mm -hmm. probably. So I mean, even if you want to say that that would be an issue, like if she were to, you know, want to detransition, I don't think that that. I don't really even think that that holds up. So yeah, Claudia was kind of just talking out of her mouth and not really having talking out of yeah. her mouth, talking out of the side of her mouth, <laughs> and not didn't really have. Um, any really any real facts to back it up aside from just assumptions about what what the experience is really about? I do um, also. Um, yeah. I think there tends to be a a focus on trans people and having surgery, and I think and maybe this has been my own investigation looking into, but I think that trans has moved so far beyond like the trans conversation so so far beyond like just focusing on or even if it was ever. That are like focusing on a surgery we really shouldn't even be discussing this for a child because like you're saying detransitioning is not even a thing that is as i guess common you know as claudia was trying to make it seem so while yes a preteen or whatever might go through puberty and might have different thoughts or whatever i don't think that transitioning is like one of those oh these are just the growing pains of adulting you know of growing of getting older right right I do wonder, I do wonder if it makes it different for a person who has the financial means and can possibly make a decision quicker than someone who has to build those funds over time in order to transition. Does it make it easier for like, you know, a person of, you know, their status quo as far as money is concerned? I would say more than like, um, it does. Does like, but at the same time, just just like I said, you have that money to you know to mm -hmm. transition. You also got that money to make sure that you're making a decision that you're comfortable with. Right. So yeah, it probably does make it easier, but it makes it easier all around at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also think too, um, like I guess kind of similar with that. I do think it is like I guess easier if you make that decision. You know, you easily have the funds and the access to do so. But also, my understanding is that. Well, one trans privates are not ours because our business because that is just their privates but also you know it, it, the the conversation itself is so much more than it's, it's like a gender identity kind of a thing and if they choose to do whatever else past that is you know absolutely the individual decision right which they clearly don't know 
on the well, the two talking on the panel did now. But. <laughs> right. And uh, I, you know, looking at these comments, it seems like everybody's kind of on the same accord. Connected, saying, "I agree with you both. It would be different if there was an expert on the panel to enlighten and educate." Um, yeah. yeah, and so, and that's why, you know, when I, when we talk about trans issues on this show, if I don't have a trans person on the panel, I try to like, keep my, of course. Opinions, like, yes. like yeah. you know, like we don't even need to really talk at length about it mm -hmm. because we don't know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So, I mean, this like, <laughs> and to echo Claudia, like, you know, this is our job This you know, we talk about what comes up, <laughs> but. At the same time, it's like we gotta know how to talk about it. You know what you I mean? You gotta know your range. Exactly. You gotta know your range. <laughs> and this is the reason why I don't really talk personally. I don't I don't bring up a whole lot of um political uh mm -hmm. like some deep political talks as well, because it's it, I don't have the range. <laughs> <laughs> or I just don't have the um I don't have the stomach for it, I should say that. That as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do want to say one final thing is with Lisa Ray, it just seemed like the way that she said what she had to say seemed very, like, you remember that scene in, um, Housewives of Atlanta where, mm. <laughs> where Candy's, Candy's like aunt or something was like, it seemed like a scheme that Todd set up. <laughs> She was all she thought she had she thought she was making a point there and I was just like girl what are you talking about I saw where she was going and we didn't fully get to the destination I think because I think she was trying to say that others are having the conversation of surgery but it came off as if that's how she feels and like it, it did come off like kind of transphobic like sis wait what we didn't fully maybe we need right. to just expound just a little bit more to fully get right she, like, right it's like she didn't really even get there um so wow, yeah, so, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay, you gonna you gonna sip? Okay, I got it. <laughs> I do think, and this might get me in trouble. I'm gonna say it anyway. It's fine. I do think there is a level of ignorance that comes to specifically like homophobia, transphobia, whatever, where people are just ignorant, but what they say they don't realize that it is phobic in some kind of a way. So I think that that sucks if there is not. I guess someone who can educate them is able to educate them or they don't. Cause some people I absolutely get, you can Google, you can look things up, whatever. But if you don't know what you're saying or what you're, whatever is wrong, then you won't know to look up what is correct. If that makes right. sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And and to your point, there are a lot of resources that we can look up, like, you know, any web page. But until we personally speak to someone to know what they're going through emotionally, personally, I mean, every mm -hmm. every individual is different. Right. What one is going through may not. The other one may not. And and this is the time to explore the topic, to to learn about it so that we don't come off as ignorant or, you know, or dismissive because it can, it can come off as dismissive because it's like, yeah. well, I, I know more than you. No, you don't, because you don't know what that person is going through at that moment Absolutely. in time through the transition. Mm -hmm. So it's important to learn, you know, from each other and explore these ideas and feelings and emotions behind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so I think um, I think we're ready to move into our next topic. But before we do, I do want to let y'all know about the Patreon. Hey, it's that time again. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, uh, we've got the Discord in the Patreon, and 
uh, we've also got splitting the bill. And I mean, I just really want you guys to like at least try it. Like throw throw four dollars in there just this month, just to see what it's given. Because we have some great conversations. I think Marcus can vouch for us because he was he's not really in the Discord all that much, but when he came in, he saw some stuff, and we had a nice lengthy conversation um, between myself. Uh, you know, one of our, and a few of our other, I'm not going to put them, I'm going to put them on blast, but we talked <laughs> about relationships. Um, and fun. then uh, with Splitting the Bill today, we're going to be talking about Kirk Franklin and his son. We, you know, this just kind of happened like last night. So we're going to, uh, we're going to jump into that out on the after show because we weren't able to fit it into today's show after planning everything. Um, and then finally, we have the Gorgeois Brunch coming up next week. Which, you know, uh, unfortunately, if you haven't uh, signed up now, you kind of missed out on, but it's <laughs> going to be a great event. <laughs> and I will be sure to share some highlights uh, so that you guys know what, um, what to expect. And uh, with that, we're going to move into our next topic. So Sharon Osborne, um, this is going to be an interesting one, I feel, because this is this is taken on a life of its own. So basically we've got, we started this whole thing with an interview between Harry, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle with Oprah. And then it ended up with Piers Morgan, who's a talk show host. Um, and he was saying how he didn't believe that Meghan had gone, had gone through all this bullying or had, uh, felt suicidal and all that stuff. Um, and then came Sharon Osbourne, because Piers Morgan eventually got uh, dragged and left mm -hmm. uh, and resigned from his position on the, on the TV show. And then Sharon <laughs> Osbourne comes in to, um, to then defend him. And then we get this mm. clip. So let me pull this up. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh. I want you to hear from me. I will from ask me. you again, Cheryl. Yes. I've been asking you during the break. Yes. I'm asking you again. And don't try and cry, because if anyone should be crying, it should be me. Mm? This is the situation. Yes. You tell me where you have heard him say, educate me. Tell me when you have heard him say, racist things Ed educate me tell me it, it is not the exact words of racism it's the implication and the reaction to it to not want to address that because she is a black woman and to try to dismiss it or to make it seem less than what it is that's what makes it racist but but right now I'm talking to a woman who I believe is my friend. And I don't want anybody here to, to l watch this and say that we're attacking you for being racist. And, 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 that, and, and for that, if I articulated I think it's anything, too late. I think that okay, seed's already sown. But that, that is why I'm saying for me, I'm saying. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we've got that. And then Sharon, apologized i want to say a day after that um but she she apologized to the public for what she said she didn't necessarily apologize to her co-host there um so 
anyway, I just want to get general thoughts before you know we can dig in a little bit. But let's 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 start. Um, Liz, can you can you jump us <laughs> off here? <laughs> Where do we begin? Where do we begin? <laughs> How can we dissect it? I just feel like she's not acknowledging her co-host's feeling about the situation. She's just on on a totally different level as far as like educate me. Come on. How old are you, Miss Sharon? And you don't know the difference hello. between what hello? No, I'm saying no, yes, no, no. He's, he's responding. <laughs> you know, and you don't know the difference at what may or may not come off as racist. That to me is ignorant in itself. So it's like, come on, grow up. And and you have this enormous public platform. You have all these resources, and you're gonna sit there and and talk about educate me, honey. Pick up a book, okay? Oops, seriously, seriously. <laughs> Brandon, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's kind of like what they're saying in the comments. It's like the amount of like of restraint and patience that Cheryl had to have to try to even have a conversation with Sharon, even though Sharon was not listening, was not trying to be receptive, but already had her mind made up. And then to, she's already crying and to tell Cheryl she can't cry when Cheryl is not even that emotional in the moment. It's just you're already trying to become the victim or you're already trying to like weaponize do everything else. And it's like, man, we're just... We're just having a conversation. What is really going on? You know. And if right. Cheryl got emotional, then she's in with she's within her right to become emotional. Don't sit there and be like, "Don't get emotional." If anybody should be crying, it's me. Who's emo Like, how, who are you to say that her emotions are more important than yours? Or y'all can't same you know share some sort of the same sentiment? Yeah, and that's one of the things that I found. I, it it was just so um, it was just so messed up. Because, and I think uh, Connected is even saying this in the chat, it's like, could you imagine if Cheryl had raised her voice? Mm -hmm. um, you know, thank goodness Viacom CBS is doing an internal review and the network is reviewing. Um, and I'm just like, Cheryl could not give her back the same energy without getting uh, mm -hmm. lambasted for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, it, and it's just unfortunate. And I feel like, I feel like Cheryl in that moment knew that she could not go there, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's just, it's just a shame. It's just a shame because it was, because it was definitely a power dynamic. play almost. It, it, you could definitely see a power dynamic at, at play. Uh, Marcus, what are you, what are you thinking so far? Well, if anybody knows anything about Cheryl Underwood and, and the letters on my shirt, you already know how I'm approaching this topic. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, screw Sharon. Like everything that she talked about, it, the entire way that she approached that conversation was completely and totally screwed up. Like, I don't understand how how you can convince in your mind that you know that you're being attacked just because your friend, not even you, but your quote unquote friend, is being called out for BS that kid. Like, it doesn't make sense to me as how she made that sort of connection in her mind. And then for to go around and be like, you know what? Um, I'm being attacked. This is all on me. And you you can't have any emotions because I'm the one who should be feeling all these things. That's, that's BS, man. That's BS to the highest. And I truly, I commend Cheryl for holding her peace because I would not have. That would be my last day. Absolutely. Um, would you guys say that Sharon is a racist? Mm-hmm. I would. So would. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's funny because I don't <laughs> I did not know this much about 
her, but I did my research, or uh, let me just say, I looked on Twitter and somebody else did the research and I just yeah. got the benefit of that. Um, That's all we're researching is looking at what other people did. So, it's <laughs> um, so Yashir Ali on uh, Twitter kind of ran down some of the things that Sharon has done in the past. Um, and there was this issue with Holly Robinson Pete um, and Leah Remini uh, calling them ghetto. Uh, hold on one second. One second. I think we're having some de uh, technical difficulties in the <laughs> chat. Or in Does the, not in like the us. Lord. <laughs> okay, so real quick. Can everybody hear each other? Liz, can you hear can you hear us? Yes, now I can hear you. Now okay. I can I can hear Marcus. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. That's good. Uh, Brandon, uh, I don't know what's going on. I know you have some <laughs> issues. You might I don't we, we're gonna have to figure something out. But uh <laughs> but I will recount what we've been saying if there's anything <laughs> that you that we feel you need to get a, a response from. But um, but anyway, what I was saying was that Sharon has called her co-host Ghetto. Um, they were subsequently removed from the show, and they don't really know what happened, but they kind of suspect that she was kind of behind that. Um, there's a clip where she kind of denied Meghan Markle's blackness, um, saying, you know, she, she, she she's not black. Uh, <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, she is. She has a black <laughs> like, oh, she, she doesn't look black, you uh know? Right. So <laughs> it was that. And then there was also, um, let me see, what is this? Taunting, she was taunting Justin Bieber um, about trying to be this mean boy or this bad boy or something. And she was like, he doesn't realize that he's white and not black. So stop it, basically. But kind of insinuating that you can't be bad unless you're mm. black, which is just, wrong <laughs> it's just like now you're putting all the bad stuff in our corner and like then no let's not let's not go there um yeah so she's had she's had a lot of issues uh as far as that's concerned but i do want to i do kind of want to turn this around to the uh the discussion that kind of started this which was the uh interview between um megan markle and uh oprah uh harry and megan and oprah um, what did you guys think about that? Did you guys watch the interview? I didn't finish it. And then, yeah, I saw clips here and there. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I caught the last hour and a half. I didn't, I missed the first half hour. <laughs> the last hour and a half. Right. My God. I right. know. I know. <laughs> right. It was long, right? And then it was a part two the next morning, wasn't it? Like it was. I think so. Like on uh, on one of the morning shows, they like showed some stuff that wasn't. Morning, I think, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. a commitment. That's a commitment. It is. <laughs> Look, I mean, some people are into it like that. Right. I'm not, you know. You know. I'm. I think you know. Americans are less likely to be into it quite as much. I mean, um, I think this was a ratings thing, but I wonder how much of it is because we're all at home. <laughs> but you know what though I don't know Brandon because people was invested in when they got married people were invested mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, it, it's a big story it's a big story um, I was struck by the the whole bringing up the child's skin tone mm. yeah and I even said this on my other show I was like okay who did it who said it who I is having name. that conversation <laughs> Who do y'all think said it? All of them. 
Right? <laughs> Basically. Basically. The queen, probably- I'm sure the queen bee herself started that conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, like, man. Which is just even interesting, though, because just because Megan is so light. So typically, the child would just come out. I mean, as the child did come out very light as well. You know, but it's kind of how that tends to work. Like, if she's biracial and then it's a white father, then typically that shouldn't be a worry. I mean, aside from whether she was dark or not, though, it's like, well, you already knew that he married someone, so you knew she should be entering in that territory or whatever. Right. Um, Desiree Jasmine is saying it was all of them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I feel like, I think that's kind of where, where we are with that. It's like um, one person may have vocalized it um, or one person may have been the messenger, but at the end of the day, I mean, let's 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 look at what has happened with the tabloids and everything, and the royal family not standing up for her, and all of this this undercover racism um, that has been going on. Oh, like they're kind of all at fault. So mm-hmm. I guess may- maybe a specific name doesn't really matter so much. Um, but I just you know I'm glad that they are I'm glad that they are kind of out of that situation. Um, I do think it was, I do think the memes that came out of this are hilarious though. Uh, <laughs> the Oprah, Oprah's yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, yeah. And then the whole fact that Tyler Perry had them up, that, that was a whole thing. They under Medea's witness protection. Sure, program, sure. Sure. <laughs> I know everything but say Monique. I love it. <laughs> they seem they yes. seem to be doing pretty all right. Didn't they just cut a big deal with uh I forget which broadcasting company for uh, like Netflix, a big right? it was Netflix, right? I think it was Netflix. For like 30 million or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but it was a, it was a big deal. Uh Megan and Harry. hmm Netflix for what? What are they doing? I have no clue. No. Listen, Netflix is doing everything they can to keep y'all, including trying to make sure y'all ain't staring no passwords. They doing everything but more content. (laughs) (laughs) They have well, okay, yeah, yeah. And and raising their membership every two weeks. I mean, I was just paying $16.99 and now I'm paying $19. How? Why? What's what's going on there? And it's not even that good. No. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm lucky enough to be on my father's account with the mm. for now, for now, right? For now, <laughs> I mean, they're cracking down on sharing passwords and stuff. So I don't know how right, but work. they have different Multiple profiles profile. on That's one thing. Thinking, so so I'm like, they say the- they say you got to be in the same house because they're gonna like call or text the main phone or email and be like, you know, hey, if you can't respond to this email or text whatever, then you ain't. In the same house, so blocked. Mm. Okay. Mm. I mean, they need to come on because they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna end up shooting themselves in the foot, basically. Oh yeah. Um, I, I love Netflix. I personally, I personally think it's probably the best streaming pa- platform out of out of the bunch so far. Um, but that's that's me. <laughs> now, is it the best or is it the one that we used to? Pretty much. <laughs> that's 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 what happens in my case. Cause I have, I mean, I, I'm all over. But I have Prime, Hulu, mm-hmm. Netflix, and I always just go to that to that Netflix. But 
I think it's also like the marketing behind it, that red. It's something about the red that just that just gets you. And it when you get I don't appreciate <laughs> is their viewing shaming. Like if I want to watch 10 episodes of Grey's Anatomy, don't shame me talking about are you still watching? Yes, I'm still watching. <laughs> Next episode, please. Okay. <laughs> Tell me right. What to do. <laughs> All right. Oh, Don't tell me man. what to do. I'm paying for it. I go watch whatever I want, <laughs> as many as I want. LT <laughs> uh, Willio saying uh, HBO Max is coming for that number one spot. Now, oh. HBO Max got some content now. I got to go sure watch Judas in the Black Messiah today because they said it's going off. I will give them that HBO. HBO is probably the next best. Um, I everybody thought Disney Plus was going to blow. We, that's what we were about to say. That. Mm. I think HBO Max was giving us what we thought Disney was going to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like you know, with Disney, I mean, to just go off on it, because completely off on a tangent, because we're completely off our topics right now. But <laughs> <laughs> but with Disney, I feel like the reason that all of their stuff is weekly is because they don't have stuff to put out no. they don't have new stuff to put out no. or they don't have that. enough new stuff to yeah, put yeah. out you know what i'm saying no. like they have a huge catalog but as far as putting out new content um they're not they i just feel like that's probably the reason why they're doing a lot of the weekly stuff yeah um, because they banked on nostalgia and you know the saga can only take you so far like i've seen all of that so raven there's only so many times i can go back and watch these episodes again so yeah all right well uh with that i think we're gonna jump into our third topic uh which is boycotting the grammys so the weekend uh is joining a list of other stars that um is basically writing off the grammys uh saying it saying that it's rigged um the artist zayn malik even tweeted f the grammys and everyone associated unless you shake hands and send gifts there's no nomination considerations next year i'll send you a basket of confectionery so you know they're they're all very very pissed off at the grammys right now <laughs> and i think even beyonce who um is up for a few awards declined to perform um and they're and they're upset about that so what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the grammys anyway do we give them too much like like what do you what do you think do these do these artists have have a have a legitimate reason to want to just bow out of it marcus let's start with you okay um <laughs> it's interesting because it's like I do think there's a legitimate reason. I think there's, I do think there's legitimacy because you know, grabs, you know, old white establishment stuff. But I will say it looks like because it's coming from the artist, it looks like you're throwing a temper tantrum because you get the nominations that you wanted. Um, like there's legitimacy because the Grammys have been out of touch for who knows how long. You know, even just just using Beyonce as an example, like, you know that you've been out of touch with what is really making impact for a very long time. But now these artists are jumping on it and it seems like they're throwing a attention tantrum, which is sad because there actually is legitimacy to what they're, to what they're saying. 
the fact that these things should not matter so much because they really don't know what people are actually inv invested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will also say, you know, it's a lot of chart-topping artists who feel like because they are super popular with the public that they should be recognized for that. And I think that they should be. Um, and I think that the Grammy committees that they're complaining about um, I think the idea was that they would be able to take them into consideration with other independent artists who may not be as well or not may not be charting as crazy as um, as some of the other artists are. But Brandon, you look like you have a thought. I do. I mean, because I mean, the Grammys just to follow up, I guess, with that, the Grammys are supposed to be over the best overall, right? Like, isn't there, like, the Billboard or the American Music, whatever, like, something that is more chart-focused? Like, I feel like the Grammys should be, what is the talent, what is the whatever else, you know? Um, I don't, I mean, people have been upset about the the Grammys for a minute, so I don't know why we, we, it's like we have these issues every year, but then you continue to submit or you continue to complain or whatever else. So either like put your music out and keep going or put your music out and know that this is part of the game. But I do also think though that, um, I think awards in general though, there's normally like a campaign thing. Something like, yeah. even like with Hollywood awards, like the Golden Globes and Oscars, whatever else, there normally is a certain level of ass kissing or interviews or whatever you have uh -huh. to do. I don't uh -huh. know if it's so much the same on the music side, but I can absolutely see it since it's still the same overall kind of industry or whatever else yeah um i you know i i'm seeing here the connected saying the weekend has no real claim he doesn't he can't sing <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say yeah his concert did <laughs> lack a lot of luster i was like mm. okay um what did i pay this money for all i'm nice all i'm saying are like pyrotechnics and i'm like okay where's where's the performance now when you flip that and you put it aside justin timberlake that boy like he was jumping and playing piano and the guitar and he's singing and he's drumming that's a performance to me the weekend you cool even like the halftime show i was like what oh this just happened okay all right like other years i mean you look at I mean, J-Lo to me is more of a performer than a singer, in my opinion. Absolutely. Great performer. Oh, absolutely true. But blew that Beautiful guy. that comment, Marcus. <laughs> 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 Why she was picked to sing at the White House, I don't know, but that's that's neither here nor there. But, you know, they <laughs> give performances. <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, so but, um, but yeah, like the weekends, hmm, you need a little bit more. Although his his claim is true to history because history does dictate that the Grammys have, the you know, the Grammy Record Association has been kind of discerning and selective in that sense. But mm -hmm. in my opinion, it doesn't add to the artist's accolades as far as the public views you as an artist, mm -hmm. right? So, cause yeah. you're, you're still gonna put those charts, you know, those, those hits out, people are still gonna buy, you're still gonna be on yeah. the top, you know, let's look at the billboards, you know, the billboard awards are based on units, right? So that's yeah. where you, you know, that's where you win your award. So if anything, we can shift our 
as as much importance as we put on the Grammys and shift that to billboards where like right, numbers, <laughs> numbers actually count, you know? Yeah. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Why did you put that up on the screen? <laughs> I had to put it up on the screen. It was just funny. <laughs> so let's get loud. Like similar to what I was saying about Hollywood, like those awards tend to like garner more attention for people to like watch the movie or the show or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't work the same way for like music awards. People are just normally, if they already listen to so-and-so, they listen to so-and-so, like an award doesn't move them. I mean, yeah, it like factors into stand wars or whatever else, but it doesn't That's necessarily it. garner new interest or, or uh, not viewership, but like listeners. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I want to move into that conversation about which award show we should really be paying attention to. But real quick, I do want to um, shout out, uh, what is it? LT, LT Willio is in here fighting the good fight with <laughs> about uh, The weekend being having one of the biggest uh, pop culture or biggest pop years. And so, I mean, I think... Yeah, here it is. I was looking for the chat. He said, Buddy's had one of the largest albums of the year in pop music. So I know he had an album out. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah. you know, it is it is what it is fact. So I mean, like, and he's been and he's been at the Super Bowl, which is part of that. So it's okay. like, why is he why does he not have any nominations at the Grammy? So I so I get the complaint is all, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I, mean, I feel like I can't sing. Either, but <laughs> I mean, but I, I feel like I feel like that goes back to what I said at first. It's like you have a valid point, but the way it's coming across makes it seem like you're just whining, like you just like I didn't get my way, like that type of deal. And, and I don't yeah. know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, and it's not that I don't think it's the first year either. I feel like last year was the same thing, right? With so him. Yeah, if, I, oh, I, I want to say yeah. It, there was I'm sure. some. It was somebody. It was I think it was somebody else. But it's like the same story every year. Somebody gets mad. I mean, I remember when they when you know Nicki Minaj. I think even said recently. Remember back when she didn't get Best New Artist and they <laughs> gave it to Bonnever or something. And now, <laughs> well, I, she wasn't I, even nominated. I think was what the issue was. Now, I I haven't said positive words about Nicki Minaj in a long time. However, she had a point when she said that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look, credit where credit is due, right? <laughs> you got to say now. Uh, Ty McKinney is saying whoever wins a Grammy, whoever wins Album of the Year Grammy always gets a bump in sales. But should we really be paying attention to the Grammys like that? Like, are there other are there other places that we should kind of, because I feel like the door is now wide open. I don't, personally, I feel like a lot of these award shows, a lot of these old award shows that everybody actually thinks of as like the top tier, which is like the Oscars or um, even the, what, what did we just get through? The Emmys or something? What, what do we just What's have? The Amazon Oscar, Globes. Oscars Globes. Oh, the Globes. 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 Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Grammys now with these uh, backroom deals with artists and stuff like, you know, trying to get nominated. I feel like the door is wide open for an artist or somebody to team up with, uh, you know, a Billboard Awards um, or somebody <laughs> and just kind of champion them to kind of get them to be the next thing um, or American Music Awards or whatever. 
to be the one that everybody pays attention to as the standard because I feel like these the old guard is now kind of it's time for them to set them out to pasture (laughs) (laughs) right next you know it's 2021 what are we what are we doing we have to do we have to go through uh oscar is so white we have to go through um this you know hollywood foreign press doesn't have any black people in it and now we're talking about the grammys and it's just like we need to we need to move on at this point basically but you know that's what people have at least on the like on the tv movie side because that was the whole thing when Oscar so white first started and you know at the beginning it was like jada and will and you know this type of thing like when they showed up at the NWP Image Awards, like that was supposed to be like a push to you know try to legitimize them in a way. So yeah, I definitely think you know if, if people really wanted to get away, you know, show up at one of the, one of these many B- awards BT shows are putting out. You know, show up at some of these other things if you want to try to push for something that you feel like is going to be more that's what I want more inclusive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Is there is there an award show that you guys watch, like that you actually tune into, that you that you are eagerly awaiting? Let's say, because I, I used to, I used to watch, but yeah, go ahead, Liz. Yeah, I used to tune into the MTV Award because you knew something was going to happen at the show. You know, some <laughs> crazy performance of sorts, or somebody yeah. was just going to pop up and and be drunk or a hot mess. So <laughs> <laughs> that's something you used to look forward to. But I think award shows in general have kind of fizzled out. Like right? mm-hmm. the AMAs. I mean, in Michael Jackson days were always phenomenal because you always get you know the Whitney Houston's and the Michael Jackson, and so you knew there was going to be that performance that was going to be like monumental. Even you. Like even now, like I still watch performances from ten years ago, from you know, for the for the AMAs, because the AMAs always kind of put together this good show that kept you going. Like to me, the Grammys is always all. I mean, no, no, no shade to country music, but it was like the Country Music Awards. You know, I felt like I was watching that. You know, um, so for that particular reason, I would tune into the AMAs more. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that brings up a good point about the talent. And, you know, I don't know what your guys' answers were going to be, and maybe you can throw it in there, but I'm just like, is there anything to really watch? Because they might do nothing but, but like a couple of artists, you know what I'm saying? Like, and thank, and it's, and you know, it's the R&B girls really is what, and, and, and maybe now some of the rap girls too. Some Um, of the rap girls, be specific. (laughs) <laughs> rap girl. I look. I said rap girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like you know, with with the exception with the exception of those few, if they're not going to be performing, then why am I watching? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There. What's the draw? I mean, Beyonce not performing at the Grammys this year is kind of a big loss. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when when the perception now they said that it's not going to be a um it's not going to be a zoom type award show this year what but what structure what's what's their layout what how's it going to be i have no clue i i don't uh, know how they're going to do it but they have said you know the 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 line that they're giving us is that the grammys is not going to be a zoom type of show mm. um oh, okay. but i guess what was because one of the other shows I think what was it a couple months ago was in person too wasn't it but they didn't really have a large audience or something 
It was. I feel like it was a music show. I can't I remember which one. Maybe. Well, like just like a yeah, like Justin Bieber performed, right, or something like that. It was. Don't make me yeah. laugh, please. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I don't know, but perform. It's just like, yeah, I, I, y'all, I use y'all that need to draw. <laughs> y'all need to draw because this has not been what yeah. it's been in the past. It's but I think that's also it's not given what it's supposed to. I guess be not fair because I know for the because oh, I know for the longest time of like Beyonce was the draw to like every show. Like mm-hmm. that's why you put her towards the end, like because you know people are like. I was trying not to say it because I mean, no, that's true. I know that. I was trying not to say it. That's true. (laughs) It's true. true. There is nobody (laughs) who is is there. Like, whether you hate or love her, whatever, her her popularity is above everybody else's at this point. And she's going to give it to you. You know, you know, you're going to, you're going to watch a performance. Like, exactly. There's no thought about that. All right, so we are getting we're getting a little bit close to the end here, but I do want to I do want to have a full conversation about this Uber fight. So hopefully, if we run over time, you guys can stick with us a little bit because mm. this is insane. Is so. <laughs> so let me just let me just put this up on the screen. Oh we're my goodness! Video oh my goodness! Video, yes. guys, this is a mess. We are watching the video. <laughs> 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 I was I needed a vitamin for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me come on, Jack. <laughs> Here we go. They don't fuck the mess. <laughs> fucking the man, I got corona. Yeah, yeah. what's up? Right. Hey, fucking, fucking shit. Oh, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Now you got to get fucked up. Yeah, now you about to get beat the fuck up. Now you about to get beat the fuck up. What's up? You you don't talk to my property. You don't buy it. You don't buy it. I bought it. I work hard for it. It's not in the middle of nowhere. So what's up? Go sit it like this. Are you stupid? I I told you to get out in the gas station. You didn't. Please don't. Please don't. But um, yeah. So we got that, and you know, initially I had my own idea of what was going on because I only got that clip. But let mm-hmm. me just run through the series of events that kind of led to that. Um, so basically, in an article with uh, Yahoo News, um, it says one of the writers identified, well, one of the writers did not wear a mask, which goes against Uber's COVID-19 safety policy. Uh, when the driver asked the, the girl to wear a mask, the group allegedly started yelling racial slurs at him. The driver stopped the car, asked the women to leave, but they refused. The situation escalated as he pulled into a gas station and asked them to buy a mask. Let me pull these guys back into the chat. Hold on one second, y'all. Okay, so the drama escalated when he pulled into a gas station, asked them to buy a mask. The dash cam shows the girls coughing in his direction. Uh, the, the woman is also seen grabbing his phone and his mask. The writers eventually left the car, but one of them allegedly reached into an open window and pepper sprayed the driver. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that, that's how that ended up. Um, yeah, so I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Marcus, why don't we start with you? 
uh, I, I don't even know where to start because these they seem like I don't know I don't I don't even know what was in their minds because man from what I saw the man politely asked him to get out um, because he wasn't doing you know whatever it was they, they asked him to do or what have you they didn't now what he messed up was he shouldn't have kept driving the book and going to try to drop him off in the middle of the freeway he shouldn't have did that but at the same time. The way that they escalated, the way that them folks like literally assaulted him, no, he he had every right to, to be the asses at that point. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you are a danger to me, my health, and my family. Your ass got to be beat. <laughs> right. Um, Brandon, what are you thinking? Are you kind of on the same wavelength? Pretty much all of that. I think um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand or I didn't know fully initially, you know what I'm saying? Like, why he was driving off in the middle of the freeway, like, how do we get there? So I'm like, you can just, okay, I get and I drop somebody off in the middle of the, even if you drop them off in the middle of the route, you know, before their destination, you drop them off in a safe location. But the way they were cutting up and carrying on that back seat, baby, listen. And also, like, <laughs> this was Uber, right? Just not uh, yeah. like for a, like a, uh, like I'm not clocking in. So this is a whole nother level of, of situation I'm dealing with. Like, no, like this is my actual car. You're doing the absolute most. Forget this job. We finna we finna box. Like, cause she would have called for me. I'd have cut the dash cam off. All right. <laughs> cut the dead ass. Okay. <laughs> like, and, see, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, just like I said back with shirt, that would have been my last day. That would have been my last day. <laughs> last scene and look. I mean, so my my initial impression was he told them okay so my thing is yes they were dead wrong with how they reacted i do think that the driver should have if they weren't going to get out of the car don't then drive with them in the car like continue to drive with them in the car because then you're escalating it too you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't take him off the hook completely i do think that the girls are more wrong in this situation Liz, I want to get you in on this because uh, yeah, we, we kind of missed you there for a minute. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I, right. I, I don't know. I feel like the passengers were all the way wrong in this situation because number one, it is a company mandate. Number two, we're still in a pandemic. Number three, it's like you're not only are you pulling the driver at risk, but you're putting the entire car at risk by not just wearing a damn mask like what's what's i mean i don't know how far they were going but it's nowhere near that you can't wear a mask and it's not that she Mm -hmm. didn't even she didn't have a mask because she had a mask she just refused Mm -hmm. to wear it for whatever apparent reason and in my opinion he's just doing his job um and and the the ubers that i've gotten in i don't i haven't had a problem because i come in like with my mask and my hat and all that (laughs) <laughs> but um, I can see and I can respect where a driver would say, hey, excuse me, just, you know, put on your mask. Now, what gives Absolutely. you the right to come out your face and disrespect this man? And you, as her friend, should tell her to chill. Not only are you escalating the situation, like the one in the middle didn't seem like she was in, on, in on it. And I don't think she got charged. I know the other two definitely got charged. Mm-hmm. But um, come but on. Yeah, that one on the... On the left. The, on the left. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. And, and did she end up like pepper spraying him or something like that? Mm-hmm. See, like why? Mm-hmm. Why did yeah. the man? No. Did the man hit you? Was he being aggressive? He was just saying. And then you take the man's phone. You don't touch people's phone. Like no. Listen. You know. 
Like, I don't even um, cost that much, and I fight over it. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's the principle behind it. Like, <laughs> maybe this all is why the way in Texas used to have the, or do they have the, the like the bar or the glass? Maybe this is why they used to have that. Because right, maybe they no, yeah, they need to reinforce it because, honey, no, that's just yeah. it's just yeah. wrong. No, and the, yeah, the one girl um that was doing the most, the one on the mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she her her explanation was that they wanted. To, they wanted him to wait while they got another Uber or something. Because I don't know if y'all saw, I don't have that video. But yeah. She was explaining that, you know, they were in the car, but they weren't going to get out in the middle of nowhere or get out, you know, basically in the ghetto and uh, risk something. Because they happening. were acting so classy, right? They were acting so <laughs> classy that they were afraid they would get left in the hood, right? Right. Okay. Right. Right. But right. that was, you know, that was the explanation. <laughs> no. You know, they they should have just they should have just exited the car when That's he it. said so. But from the driver's perspective, should he have just waited to not further escalate anything? I felt they would have escalated regardless. They would have sat in that car till that next Uber came, probably mm-hmm. hurt this man, you know, and you know, he was just trying to get them on his car, which I don't blame him. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I I also read that. Uber only offered him like $20 compensation for all this because of the pepper spray. <laughs> and it's it's hard to get pepper spray out the car. Uber was like, okay, fine, we'll give you 120. 120. Like, did you just not see this video? Like <laughs> right. And and that's you know, that's another point. He ended up with 120 from Uber, but that's still not like he's in San Francisco. Right. And he said that that's detailing is, is like Hello. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's that's like a McDonald's meal in San Francisco. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Um, so yeah, so that's not gonna work. And so they and somebody ended up uh, doing a GoFundMe for him, and um, they set the they set the limit to I think twenty thousand dollars, and that was to help cover cover him while he wasn't working since the car smelled like you know pepper spray and he <laughs> had to live while he was not working they ended mm-hmm. up getting close to as the latest i checked was about ninety thousand dollars wow so um so good for him good you know um i'm i'm glad that people kind of <clears throat> stepped, stepped in there for him and in uh and kind of helped him out because that was that was definitely necessary i do have a couple of points here on my little piece of paper um so first of all (laughs) this so first of all we did touch on the girl in the middle that seemed like she wasn't doing anything but i think that that is like um a fair warning to everybody to like watch the people that you hang around listen to them people that your friends (laughs) right right because everybody online is saying all y'all need to go into into prison you know what i'm saying like (laughs) other girls just sitting in the middle with her mask on like what are y'all Type it on phone, like get me out of this car. Friend, like, I know I can't do nothing to calm them down. Maybe. True, Maybe. true, true. You need um, new friends, then, sis. Exactly, real, exactly. I am not going to brunch with you. No. And the one girl. <laughs> well, they can twerk off the couch. <laughs> now, I, I want to ask, like this, with this one girl with this black scent saying the N word. Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm. What are you doing, girl? Like, <laughs> and your friends are sitting there, and it's and everything's like, and I'm it's just okay, right? Where, where did you get that that was okay? I mean, if you 
if you are that type of way and like your black friends never correct you, then you feel like it's okay. You can continue to. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's taking the Papa John's man 20 months to stop saying the N-word. Let her have her time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, what happened with Papa John's anyway? Because I know that he, did he, he said it again or something? Because I didn't actually see what had happened. I think he gave an interview. He was pretty much saying he's been struggling to stop saying nigga. Oh, okay. Oh. It's been 20 months. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> Sir! Oh, no. Did he blame it on his, was he the one blaming on his diabetes or no? No, that was somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Sir! Good night. How many <laughs> niggas would you throw it out that 20 months can't get that vocabulary? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> God! I don't even think I say nigga that much. Right. And see, that's the other thing. It's like she was in there saying it like, she said it a bunch of times. The other two girls never said that. The N-word never came out of their mouths. And it's just and like... one of the girls was black! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, mm. it's, oh just, it's just... It's ridiculous. It's just crazy. But um, that's all we have. We're going to get into this Frank <laughs> Kirk Franklin thing on the oh. after show. So I want y'all yeah. sign up to the Patreon. Um, I did send the link to the <laughs> patrons in the Discord chat, so we're going to get into that soon. Um, Liz, where can everybody find you online? Uh, Facebook, Elizabeth Miller, or Instagram at LadyLiz25. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> and uh, again, I am Jared D. King. I'm here with uh, Brandon. Oh, my gosh. Brand I was about Harris to say Brandon Williams. Haynes. Brandon Harris-Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brandon Harris Williams, Marcus Haynes. See, it's a good thing I'm not really drinking today because I would be a mess. Um, and uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Let me pull up our Twitters and Instagram yeah. and everything at Charity King, at Just Call Me Otis, at Loose as a Deuce. Follow us there. It's a great time at all times. And Come on. Uh, be sure to join our Patreon. Go to boysandbrunch.com. Um, and now it's time for our little toast. Everybody, raise your glass or, or your or your water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, be careful what you say because the boys will brunch.